Hey, hey, what is up? Welcome to the Tour 12 Podcast. My name is Heath, and it is a joy. It is an honor to have you back on the show with us today. I want to right off the bat just give a shout out and say thank you to everyone who's been sending messages over the last month or two. I've gotten so many messages, even from my close friends, text and Instagram messages and emails uh, just letting us know how much you're enjoying the podcast and I want you to know we probably might not even keep doing this thing if we weren't getting in feedback like that because we want to know that it's making a difference and if nothing else you're at least getting some good entertainment out of the Tour 12 podcast and so thank you for that please keep them coming it inspires us to keep doing what we're doing and also with that if you have topics or questions or just anything that you think anything that you think would make good conversation we would love to know that you can hit me up on instagram at jheathgram or uh, hit us up on the tour 12 podcast on instagram or you can send us an email at feedback at tour12.com we would love to hear your feedback and love to know what you think would make for great conversation for future podcasts we're already making plans and trying to strategize and brainstorm um, the 2019 season what that's going to look up what we can change up and what we can make different Um, I've had a few people tell me their only complaint with the podcast is it's only once a month and we wish it was more and so we're considering looking to see if that is actually something realistic we think we can pull off I think there's a possibility of that but we'll see we're going to our team's going to kind of strategize and and try not to be overcommitted is the goal the last thing we want to do is commit to something that we can't get out and so Um, We'll keep that in mind, though, as we move forward. If you have thoughts, we'd love to hear from you. Today is going to be a totally different type of podcast, probably a little bit different vibe than any we've had in the past. Um, I know it's September. Many people probably assumed we would be talking about some kind of early season hunting or elk hunting or something along those lines. But in the wake of what has taken place in our industry in the last few weeks, um, with the death of Jason Hairston, he was the founder, co-founder of Sick of Gear, and he is the founder of Kuyu, who, and both of these companies are true innovative companies in our industry. And um, when we found out that through the media and media sources, even through the family, that this was a suicide, it, uh, it hit home pretty hard just because from me, from a personal standpoint, suicide bothers me um, because of the effects, the after effects that it has on so many people. And so this could be one of the most important podcasts we've ever put out. Our podcast is generally about business and leadership, and it is about life. Today is completely all about life and the importance of life. And I realized through research in the last couple of weeks, um, just digging up statistics and learning about suicide, that it is something that is far too overlooked. Uh, People don't talk about it enough, and a lot of lives are being affected because people aren't willing to talk about it. And so this may not be a podcast like you're going to hear on a typical outdoor uh, related podcast, but it could, as I've already mentioned, could be one of the most important ones we ever have because it affects a lot of people. And so B Hunt is back with us today. Cody Berry is back producing the podcast with us. And they both, um, I think we can all say at some point in our life, we have all been affected by suicide, um, whether it was a close family member, whether it was a friend, generally that's the case somebody you know somebody you grew up with and it is a topic that i think needs to not be overlooked any longer and so we're going to talk about it today on the tour 12 podcast so i'm not going to get into this too much further because i believe the conversation does a decent job of covering everything we wanted to talk about so without further ado myself along with b hunt and cody barry are going to dive right off into this thing this is the conversation on suicide 
All right, what is up, guys? We are in, actually, we are in the brand new offices of South Face Media. We have a table and a, <laughs> and a white backdrop right now and a coffee pot. That's yeah, what we very have empty here. Empty room. Yeah. A very empty room. We'll the get, decorations are phenomenal. We'll get there. No, nothing on the walls. And, Not even uh, a deer head. Nothing. I ain't bringing my deer heads over here. Somebody will steal them. We're over kind of in the hood. <laughs> 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 nothing too important will get left here. Is that a studio. high commodity in the hood, a deer head? <laughs> <laughs> you think they're just walking around? <laughs> there's, a deer, there's a deer head in there. Hey, with that, I'd like to welcome back our co-host to the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no kidding. It's been a while. He's been gone since when? He's, May. Actually, the last you, actually, one I was in on was actually, May. Actually, you hadn't been gone we've been gone exactly y'all don't do them in Russellville anymore we, apparently well, it is a tour <laughs> <laughs> we've been all over the country and B is not for, hadn't unfortunately been hadn't been with us when we've been recording and uh so anyway, good to have him back. Producer man Cody is back with us. Can I call you that? You can call me producer man. <laughs> I'm really glad you're here because I'm not great at multitasking. I was not very good at recording and watching on levels and talking and trying to keep my obviously my thought process is pretty <laughs> add sometimes but we are back and uh today's today's podcast is um quite a bit different than what we've done in the past and there's reasons for that um a couple of things have happened even in our industry in the last i don't know what's the last month or so mm-hmm. um yeah in the industry in the industry around um the topics of suicide and so we wanted to bring it up it's probably not something you're going to hear on just a general outdoor industry podcast, but it obviously is having an impact on a lot of people um, around the world. It's a pretty big epidemic. And um, anytime it happens, I think we probably, anyone listening, I know all of us in this room have experienced uh, the, the after effects of suicide at some level in our lifetime. I, I feel like for me, it's been at least once or twice a year it seems like i either hear of somebody that i was either went to school with or i've worked with in the past or it's just somebody local and we've all we've all had the effects of that at some level and so the goal today was just to bring up um a few things one to to learn from a little bit of experience i know cody has dealt with um potential Mm -hmm. suicide i don't know if that's the best way to say it but um even really close to home with his family. I know B has experienced it even here recently. Um, I guess this might even be a good time to bring it up. B is uh, a new owner of a CrossFit here locally in our yep. in our town. CrossFit Russellville here in Russellville, Arkansas. Yeah, CrossFit Russell. And part of the reason he is the owner of that now is because of a murder-suicide that took place locally here mm-hmm. um, that impacted our city in a pretty, pretty heavy way. And has impacted our families and especially B's family who was very close to one of the uh, individuals whose life was taken from them um, mm-hmm. prior to the suicide and so it's a very serious thing and obviously it's not really talked about that's what we've talked about Cody's it's right. not something that people really don't talk about mm-hmm. a whole lot and I know when I was thinking about this podcast as I've been just researching and looking at stats and some different things I know the majority of our podcast listeners are men 
um, from what I've gathered by analytics. <laughs> <laughs> There's a few girls out there crazy enough to listen to us, but probably our wives. Yeah, that's probably the five girls. I don't not, no, I, I, I disagree. My wife is not, She's listening. not listening. She don't give a rip about our conversations. <laughs> My wife listens to it every time we do a new one. She's, she's, mine yeah, knows. she said she likes it. Well, mine freaks out at talk radio in general. Anyways, if I'm listening to talk radio, yeah, she's like, Carmen, why? Carmen's the same way. She's yeah. like. I don't get it. So I'm not worried about her listening to my life anyway. <laughs> but what I did learn in, in our, my little bit of research is that 77% of suicides are by men. Mm. Um, really? And yeah, a lot of inter- So around a million, around a million people a year commit suicide. Um, I, I, I listened to a, a TED talk this morning actually, and they said every three seconds somewhere in the world, somebody's committing suicide. Wow. So, Every, that's so, crazy. so in the U.S., there's 110 a day in the U.S. Somebody commits suicide, 110 people a day. So it's pretty mind-boggling. So it doesn't – you would never think it, there was that many people, and so that's part of the reason I wanted to just discuss it, maybe to bring a little bit of awareness, um, maybe even mention symptoms um, that you can look for if it's in yourself individually or if it's somebody you're close to or somebody you're knowing you're friends with and you start seeing um, – signs of some of this that it's okay to talk about it mm-hmm. you know and what i've found is a lot of times and even some of this is coming from some of the research i've looked at is that isolation is one of the biggest keys to people ending up taking their own life is not talking to somebody getting away and i know for me when i'm if i'm if i'm frustrated or mad about something or i'm stewing on something very long i'm the last person i need to take advice from yeah, <laughs> yeah definitely you know what i mean yeah. the same way so if you're in a negative place in life you need to talk to somebody and because it, it the the after effects of what takes place when you make that move are irreversible you know mm-hmm. um, definitely and it, it impacts a lot of people and most of the time it was it's a temporary problem that you're trying yeah. to get away from yeah you know mm-hmm. so um, matter of fact, I wrote this down as I was studying this week. It's just a kind of a one-liner, but it makes a lot of sense. A guy said, suicide is a permanent, irreversible, irreversible attempt to solve a temporary problem. And I think that's it probably couldn't be stated any truer because most Mm-mm. of the time somebody's frustrated with a situation or an individual or a business, something's taking place, and they they just decide to end it all without ever really considering what's going to happen with family mm-hmm. and because the truth is outside of mental cases which when i say mental cases i mean like like in the last instance with jason harrison he has been it's been proven he's he's struggled with cte he's a former mm-hmm. football player played for the 49ers he's a linebacker and had a head trauma um and so that may be a little bit different but at the end of the day the result's still the same of what's taking place yes. with suicide and the lives that are that are being affected and i've said it for years i mean and I don't want to be too bold with it, but it's a fact. It, suicide is the is the the most. Um, I don't know what the word is. What's the, it's it's the most. Um, what's the word I'm looking for here? The selfish. Selfish. I, I, I was going to say prideful, but it's really the most selfish <clears throat> thing you can do in life is to end your own life because of the effects it's going to have on the people left behind. I, I was listening this morning, and they the thing I listened to this morning was talking about that, how people who usually, m- in most cases where people commit suicide, they're not trying to hurt the other people. Right. They're not thinking about that. They're just mm-hmm. trying to end their pain or whatever they're experiencing. And their their goal is to never hurt somebody else, but the the real effect of that is it does hurt those people way longer than they even. Oh yeah. Well, know. most of those people are are battling with depression in some form or fashion, which is a, a huge disease in itself. 
and they don't see the value in themselves that everyone else sees so they don't take into consideration that they have a value to Mm -hmm. someone else so that side of it they it just yeah they don't they can't their brain is that not working. Their brain right. doesn't work that way. Yeah, yeah. in that state. Yeah, uh, the best way that depression was ever described to me because Heath mentioned it earlier that I kind of dealt with this with my wife um, a couple years ago. The best description of depression for me, and it helped me to kind of see this whole situation differently, was depression is like being locked in a jail cell and having the key in your hand but not having the ability within yourself to get up and go and lock the door. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like that's how bad yeah. your brain isn't working yeah. for you. You know, mm-hmm. it's working against you really. Yeah. And that's why getting with people and this even goes back to some of our first podcast of finding somebody that believes in you and having a mentor and just having people in your life that you can talk to is so, you know, vital. Critical. it's critical. Mm-hmm. It's vitally important to have people in your life that, are not friends with you to get something out of you, but they genuinely care about you and want to see you be successful, mm-hmm. you know, because everybody, we used to say it at church all the time, everybody's a 10 at something. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> you know, everybody's good at something and has, has a lane they're great in. But when you get stuck in some of these ruts in life and they come from a lot of different directions, you know, a lot of times it's family related or it's business related or relationship, it's, yeah. financial. Yeah. I mean, and, and a lot of times it's all it is is miscommunication. A mm-hmm. lot of times, I mean, I think I think one of the biggest downfalls in any relationship is generally miscommunication. Somebody's not communicated something they needed to, or you get to stewing on something. Like we talked about a while ago, you get in isolation and you start meditating on something that's probably not even true. Not even, yeah. Or, mm-hmm. or, or if I think Brandon's mm-hmm. mad at me and I sit at home for two weeks, which this has never happened, by the way. Thinking that <laughs> like, I'm mad I, at you. <laughs> thinking I'm mad at me. And he, it ain't even ever even crossed his mind or yeah. my mind, you know, yeah. or his, his mind, and I'm sitting there stewing on it. And before yeah. you know it, you've got the whole world's caving in around mm-hmm. you. Yeah. And it really was wasn't in reality anyway yeah our minds are really kind of one of our worst enemies yeah <laughs> you know when you yeah. don't know all the details you'll think up details that aren't true and then yeah. put you in that place where and i think a lot of that's just because people naturally tend to shy away from confrontation mm-hmm. even if it's really not going to be that confrontational absolutely people do not want to have hard conversations and this is what it can lead yeah. to small hard <clears throat> small hard conversations in the beginning will deter way tons of big hard conversations on down the road mm-hmm. if you don't have that first that 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 conversation in the beginning yeah so we mentioned the after effects a while ago i think we've we've as i mentioned we've dealt with it here locally in the last few months and then even as an industry right now in the outdoor industry we've been dealing with it with the whole loss of jason hairston who was a a um basically a part co-founder in Sitka. Yes, and founder of Kuyu. Yeah, Kuyu, which is, from the outside looking in, seems to be a very successful company. They did $50 million in revenues last year. Both are giants in the giants outdoor and, clothing and, space, and, technical outdoor clothing space. Yeah, it's just been incredible at what they've brought and the way they've changed and even somewhat created their own category. Even though there was a camo category already there, they basically created their own Category. Well, they brought basically technical clothing to the hunting industry, yeah. which had not been done yet. They brought mountaineering style clothing to, and, and it started with the Western yeah. type hunter, you know, the mountain hunter, the backpack hunter. They brought that technology from the mountaineering side of things into the hunting world. 
and with camo and things like that in the same type and quality products that you can get in the mountain mountaineering industry yeah jason says a lot of things um you can actually research him i've been researching a lot ever since i didn't personally know jason but after researching him like i have the last two or three weeks i felt like i have he's on a lot of different interviews he's been on um, some interviews with fortune and just sitting and listening to him and the, the way he thought processes um business it's pretty interesting he was also just not too long ago on um you've seen it be the the blood origins have you yep. seen that they did a they did a awesome little short film seven five mm-hmm. seven minute short films and uh they did one with him not too long ago I actually watched it this morning and uh just super super sad for to lose a true innovator in our industry as it is to lose anybody in general absolutely but when it hits it's a pretty small industry anyway in the big picture yes and so when you you feel like you've lost somebody who had a major um, well, impact impact on it yeah yes. mm-hmm. yeah and i don't have any doubts that the the companies are not going to continue on they're obviously a, he's built a massive team around him and they got mm-hmm. tons of employees now and i'm sure more innovators but it's never the same it's just like when you lose the founder of apple mm-hmm. it's like it's just never quite the same mm-hmm. you know of when you when you had that initial innovator um kind of in the game so we just wanted to bring some um just a little bit of thought process because it is a reality that a lot of people deal with for sure symptoms that -hmm. could lead to suicide i was thinking about this as i researched last week um one in nine people on the planet are on some form of medicine for some type of anxiety or depression Mm -hmm. and so it led me to be like okay so so what because i don't at least to this stage of life knock on wood i haven't had i don't feel like um any depressive even depressive thoughts i'm pretty happy go lucky most of the time and it, it, i'm not bragging on that i'm just saying i'm I, as a when it comes to relating to what some people deal with i don't know that i'm the best person to mm. talk about that because i don't know that i truly can relate to it but i did research what um some immediate warning signs of someone that may be um potentially leading to thoughts of suicide and these were some of them um feelings of hopelessness or, de- or desperation insomnia panic attacks social isolation irritability rage um, feelings of being burdened mm-hmm. um, and those are just a few symptoms that um, i research i'm sure there's a lot more and you guys may know of some other words that come to mind i think but- it's a really complex issue because there's a difference between the normal human emotion of sadness and depression mm-hmm. i think the word hopelessness that you mentioned was is probably the biggest yeah difference because we all i mean we're all sad you know like mm-hmm. we have a dog that gets ran over that we've had for a long time i got one i'm about to take out you don't <laughs> quit crapping on my dick and i ain't even kidding and they are large piles that's <laughs> yeah, a big dog I'm getting pretty mad <laughs> yeah but i think you know like sadness is a normal human emotion and it's okay to be for, sad for us to be sad you know in my wife's case i think we had just moved from arkansas where where she was born we grew up together, you know, like our whole life we lived in Arkansas. We moved to Ohio and um, she was experiencing sadness, right? She was sad that she was away from all of her friends. <clears throat> she was sad that she was away from her family. You know, she was sad that everything she had never ever known was <clears throat> behind now, you yeah. know? So she had this normal human emotion of sadness and um, sometimes your response to that, the questions that sometimes doctors ask, 
sound like depression when it's just the emotion of sadness, you know? And so yeah. mm-hmm. easily they subscribe or sub whatever, give you medicine. Subscribe or on some medicine. Yeah, subscribe yeah. Mm-hmm. medicine. And prescribe. 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 Yeah. We're thinking like <laughs> internet. <laughs> subscribe to a podcast. Yeah, media download guys. Media guys. <laughs> yeah, it's easy to prescribe a medication because they want to help. Right. You know? And sometimes the the negative side of the fed side effects of those medication, and that's what happened in her situation, yeah, right? They stop you from going through that normal emotion of sadness, and um, take you down other roads. For her, that's what happened. She was prescribed medicine, and the doctor was trying his best to help. And um, the side effects had a the side effects worse of negative the effect. effect than- yeah. Had worse. what she was already dealing with. It actually right? took her into depression. Yeah. When right. For her, it was something completely different, and it, it took her down that road. You see, know? I have an experience with medication and Carmen, which she's not. She has battled with um, anxiety more than depression. Um, and medication definitely helped, helped her. her in that as far as being able to and so everybody's your, wired differently but yeah. just when you get she would get things multiple things going on and craziness in life with kids and work and everything you know it just she couldn't process it all and she couldn't line everything up in order and do not just start knocking <clears throat> stuff out you yeah. know it would just overwhelm her and yeah. she'd get this huge feeling of overwhelming overwhelmingness about something as small as having to go to Walmart mm. and deal with the people, which now I can I can kind of relate to yeah, no having kidding. to go to Walmart and deal <laughs> yeah. with people and causing anxiety. But <laughs> the hurt, hurt the medication that she was prescribed, it actually helped a ton with that. Yeah, mm-hmm. you, you said know? something there that is is key. I think you said everybody's wired different, mm-hmm. and I think sometimes we don't stop to th- realize that, that 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 we yeah. are different, and it's okay if if you do think different or just because you're taking anxiety medicine, you're not a weirdo. Well, it was very hard for me to relate to Yeah. because of my personality and what I do. And, and I was always anti depression drugs and Mm -hmm. that you don't need that. Just do this, this, and this, and you can get by and be you know you can beat this on your own yeah i was the same outlets yeah you know go to the gym go to yeah yeah, all that and you know it just didn't work you know it would work maybe for a minute or a little bit but i mean it didn't yeah and and it was hard for me to relate to where she was yeah and it took a while for me to realize that she can't help this yeah she has no control over this i I think probably the best thing to kind of sum up that list of things that you the symptoms that you mentioned is we just have to be more aware of people yeah like yeah and and actually care yeah actually yeah (laughs) you need to care you know for people yeah Mm -hmm. yeah and just be aware of what's going on because if you're if you're actually aware then you're going to recognize the difference between sadness and actual depression or Mm -hmm. anxiety or just you know not wanting to do something you know what i mean like well yeah you'll you'll if you're thinking differently you'll see those things for what they really are and being truly invested in people you know and truly caring about people is a huge step in the because you're gonna if you're truly invested in your friendships and your people and your family 
you're going to know the difference. You're going to see yeah. something change in mm-hmm. them from their normal. And I think that's the – it sounds easier, but it's easier said than done. And and especially Cody and I, we both come from a ministry background in church where that's your job is to care for people. Mm-hmm. But in the current culture we all live in, we're moving and shaking and going so fast yeah, and trying deep. to raise mm-hmm. kids. It it's not impossible, but you have to be intentional about truly trying to see what's going on in other people's lives and care. Right. If you don't, it's just gonna fly by and most most I would say normal people aren't just gonna let you know. Mm-hmm. They're thinking about suicide. And that's not going to be in every case of depression or suicide right. or what have you that you're going to be able to see it. Or right. I'm not saying that. Yeah. But the more you are invested in people, the more likely you are to notice. Yeah. Because, something yeah, that's I, out of the ordinary. I was, you know? I was reading about Jason uh, and one of his teammates. I guess he was an Aggie. Texas A&M, oh, yeah. is that what that is? Yeah. I, I don't know. <laughs> Arkansas, boy. You don't even know what an Aggie is? <laughs> yeah, I know what it is. I'm trying to make a joke because we have the best team on the planet, right? And we're the only one we, we are. About. Arkansas is the best football team on the planet. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm going to edit that out. <laughs> oh, my hey, God. We've been arguing with our close Texas friends who are probably listening. If I need to mic drop, I have track stats. I throw out any time I need to, I will drop a mic with tra- track stats. <laughs> <laughs> the no track. <laughs> so I was reading one of of his one of his teammates had said this after you know the um he, he passed away he said he said i'm in shock he had it all the company the family everybody loved him he could have run for mayor in dixon and won uh, people called him super jay harrison he was like super superman nothing rattled him i'd never seen him in the 28 years i've known him to be off of his game so you know like people have to be mm-hmm. super invested because pro- probably even a higher rate in our industry, the outdoor industry, people feel like they have, especially men yeah, and even women, they feel like they have to put on this persona of like, I've got it together. I mean, I kill things for a living, you <laughs> yeah. know, like this have is what to I look do. a certain way. Or- yeah. And so people see that outside when really the inside man is torn up mm-hmm. and there's something going on and people don't see that. And so you got to have people that are like more deeply invested than just the, yeah. what do you call it? Superficial yes. the outside. Mm-hmm. So what are, in, in, in your opinion, you know, what are some things that I've got a few thoughts to that you can do to overcome some of these thoughts outside of obviously we've mentioned up numerous times talking to people. But what, what are some other things that, that if, if you do have those symptoms that help you get over those, do you think? To get over, you know what I mean? Get- I, to me, I, I mean, I don't have any idea as far as coming from someone who suffers from depression or anxiety i just i've never experienced i i, I can't i don't know and mm-hmm. i'm clint not i'm not a doctor or anything like that so i don't know right steps as far as that goes um if you're actually the one suffering from it mm-hmm. um i mean i would definitely my biggest advice would be don't think you're alone and isolated oh, yeah. yeah and you're not find somebody that you can talk to yeah and i think a real big part of that is one, like he said, we came from a ministry background, and I'm an oldest child, and so my tendency is to be a fixer. You know, like yeah. I want to fix every problem. And I think, especially in the case of depression and anxiety, and you know, even I don't really know about CTE much, but I would think because it's a brain sickness, you know, yeah. um, you don't really know what's going on in that person's brain. Yeah, you know, and, and they may not either. <laughs> absolutely, you know. So I think. 
when you find somebody that you can talk to, you need to find somebody that you can talk to that will actually listen, mm-hmm. you know, not just be there. I think there's a big difference. Yeah, in that. absolutely. I was watching a, a TED talk about this guy. He was a, um, a patrolman and the goal is it the Golden Gate Bridge. Yeah. That most people, well, people will fly out there to commit suicide. Really? Yeah. This one dude flew from New Jersey and on two different occasions, I think is what he said. And uh, he said he got the call to come and uh, this officer got the call to come out there and he was standing right there in this guy. There's a pole that goes around those pillars. The towers is what they call them. And people will stand on that and that's where they'll, you know, do whatever they're going to do. And he said, I was standing there and I just started talking to this, this guy and he started opening up and started listening. And I just listened and he, on his own will decided, you know what, I'm climbing back over. And it was because this officer wasn't trying to fix it. Oh, mm-hmm. you got this, you got that. You know, he just let this guy talk. He listened hmm. to him genuinely. So when you find somebody mm-hmm. to talk to, make sure that they're listening, you know, yeah. that they're not just strolling through Facebook while you're trying to pour yeah. your life out. Yeah, to yeah them. exactly. Yeah, Cause it, I mean, this is a big deal and there are people who will listen, you know, yeah. like, they may not, you may not know them yet. Maybe I, I don't know. Like, yeah. No, they're out there. And sometimes you have to search them out, I would say. Um, I know that for me, the closest thing I've ever come to being not personally uh, thinking about suicide, but I can remember it's probably been 10, 15 years ago now. This come from some of my ministry background. I got a call, I don't know, it was 12 or 1 in the morning from a sound guy that I had. And uh, this was a big country boy, like a lot of us, you know, just good old dude, served, helped everybody he could. He'd adopted a uh, a girl, and things weren't going well with the relationship. And he poured his whole life into trying to help this girl get where she needed to be. And he called me, and I could tell as soon as I, as soon as I was about to mention his name, but I don't want to throw names out. But when I saw his phone, it wasn't like him to call me that late at night. So I answered, and his you could just tell his voice was trembling. And uh, he was crying, and he said, I need to talk to somebody. And I said, mm-hmm. what's going on, man? He said, I don't know, but I'm sitting here with a 38 in my mouth right now. And uh, he was on the front, um, the front or front driveway of our church, sitting there. And you talk about a weird. I I literally lived like three minutes from the church at the time, and I flew over there as fast as I could, just praying to God he wasn't going to do something before I got there. Mm -hmm. But you want to talk about not knowing what you're fixing to get into? I was like, what in the world? I don't know how much people pray, but I was praying at that time. I was like, dear God, help me have some words, you know. Mm -hmm. But in the midst of what I, this is what made me think of is what you were saying, Cody is in the midst of trying to figure out the words I needed to say, all I really had to do was listen. Yeah. And he poured poured out his entire, what was going on. And it was a temporary problem that, and and most people, and and I've even read this in research. Most people are not, don't want to kill themselves. They just want to end the pain. Yeah. Whatever pain they're going through or suffering in that Mm -hmm. moment, they want to get past that. And, and I think what we're saying and, and listening and, and trying to find the right people to talk to that will listen to us is a huge step in the right direction. I was talking with a girl yesterday, actually, that come wanted to talk about some life stuff. And this was not, I don't think it was nowhere near a suicide conversation or anything, but she was very, very, very frustrated and a lot of pain from a certain situation that was going on. And this is something I heard. I don't know if you've heard of Chris Hodges or not, but I'd heard him commun- communicating on depression a couple weeks ago. And he made a statement that's really stuck with me and I'll, I'll pass it along because hopefully it'll help people. But he talked about when you're going through a lot of pain or depression or you're even thinking about committing suicide, one of the healthiest things you can do is to associate yourself with something bigger than your problems. Mm. 
Mm. And I, it, it just kind of one of them one-liners that stuck with me because I even look back at my life now of, of how many things we try to be involved with that's bigger than business, it's bigger than money or the next marketing scheme we're going to get, but it's truly a bigger purpose for the world. And, and I think a lot of times we overlook some of those families, a great place to start. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's something bigger than whatever problem you got is being there for your family and being there till the end, you know. But then even, I even think about it beyond that. Of th- there's there's all kinds of great causes and things we can be a part of um, in the world when it comes to helping people and adding value to people and helping rescue people that are, you know, there's just so many different things you can do that are way more important than whatever. It doesn't minimize the problem you're going through. It doesn't mean it's not right, important right. in that moment. But in the big picture of life, when once you start being associating yourself with those things, whatever they are, you begin to see that problem become smaller and smaller and smaller in the big picture of life. Mm-hmm. So I'd recommend that, man, if there's, if you know people or if you yourself are dealing with something is to try to associate yourself with something that's bigger than whatever your problem is. Something that's truly adding value to mm-hmm. people's lives. So you guys got anything else? I just wanted to, I, th- I thought this is well worth the time today just to take a minute. This is not our typical laughing hilarious midnight podcast <laughs> which is good for a change right it's actually, it's right. actually before we, noon we started before noon today exactly we probably make a lot more sense too don't we lots more <laughs> we're awake brandon's been hacking on our late night podcast by the I've way been, i've been the, i've been the critic <laughs> he said i can't keep up with y'all this last said maybe because I, I was asleep on the last one i literally went to sleep he was i looked up like Heath hadn't said anything in a while. <laughs> His eyes were closed. What did I say when you you told me what I said uh, <laughs> about Aaron? He was Aaron was talking about travel, and he said, "I'm gonna be gone over half the year this year." And you said, with your eyes closed, "You want a cookie?" <laughs> uh, we can't be excellent all the time. We, we try, but it don't always pan out. Especially late night, we got to quit doing that stuff. Yeah, for sure. Well, man, I'm a. Uh, uh, Thoughts and prayers for sure go out to the families, the family of Jason Harrison that's been affected by this. Um, his memory is going to live on, obviously, throughout everything he's contributed to the world and to our industry. There's a lot of videos. I encourage you to go out and research him on. You'll find some pretty innovative um, conversations on the web. Thoughts and prayers to his family. And uh, I want to throw this out there. Uh, if if you know, there's a man by the name of Rick Warren who is a, a pastor of a large church. His son actually took his life four years ago. And they've started something to help um, kind of battle this cause. But if if, the, if you need someone to talk to, they actually have a national number. And I wanted to just throw it out there. It's simple. It's 1-800-273-TALK. And if you know of anybody, I just want to reference that. Um, I promise you this is not a sponsored ad by any, mm-hmm. by any stretch of the means. No. But if you're out there and you feel isolated and you don't have someone to talk to, there are people that will listen to what you have to say. So, again, it's 1-800-273-TALK. And it is a line that you can call if it's something you're considering. I promise you, myself, B, and Cody, and a lot of us, we want you around. And you have true value, whether you realize it or not, in whatever stage of life you're in. Absolutely. So, so don't give up. Don't quit. And we want to see you around on the next podcast <laughs> right here at 2 or 12. Anything else, B, Cody? Y'all got anything? I just, you know, be there. Be present. Be open. Don't be judgmental. Um you never know what that person that's in front of you is going through or dealing with, yeah. you know, in their life and their relationships. Um, always be kind, be yeah. open. Yeah. I think I would finish off with, for me anyway, is um, I think we have to, as friends 
in our relationships, we have to lose the so what attitude. You know, yeah. like people's lives really matter. What they have to say really matters. What's going on with them really matters. And so, you know, lose the so what attitude. If somebody comes to you and says, I'm struggling, like take it seriously. And um, that's important too, because I'm one of them. I'm, I'm like, get over it, whatever. That's my mm-hmm. typical attitude, you know, mm-hmm. and it's not always right. I was like, I think there's times it's probably right when somebody needs to step up and you're close to them and you know. Yeah. Yeah. But at the end of the day, yeah. Well, that's not really the attitude we need to have. Yeah. Yeah. When you start, you know, like Brandon said earlier, if you're invested, you're going to know. Yeah. And so, you know, I was invested with my wife, but I still had that attitude at first, you know, until I started really thinking it through you know and so i think that's a big deal lose that so what attitude like get over it and just really really be willing to the so what attitude and the and the i'm perfect attitude yeah Yeah. because there's nobody on the planet perfect yeah exactly we all got problems and we all need help from time to time so yeah well good stuff fellas well we good that's right that might be the shortest podcast ever i think it was I, think it was. I don't know. Episode one was like fourteen minutes. That one don't well, count. That <laughs> I don't count. That was yeah. intro. All right, man. Well, it is uh, end of September, and many of us have already cranked up in the deer woods. A lot of people elk hunting, and wish you guys the best of luck this season. We will be back with you in October with another podcast right here from Tour Twelve. Peace out. <laughs>